Welcome to The Locker, Season 2, Episode 52. I'm the host, A. White. B. Styles is on the road, so he is going <laughs> to be not visual, but you will have the audio. He got a little box over there for you to check out. Uh, it ain't nothing but a little squid. So we are back on Wednesday, one day a week, so we're going to give you all we can in one hour a week. What's up, B. Styles, man? You driving safe, man? Man, I'm driving safely. Tell the people the real reason got me in a small box. It's, it's because you're still mad at me that one time I didn't make it and, and you have put me in the penalty box, and that's why I'm in a small box. I, yeah, I, I don't even see my picture. I see how it is. No, my grudge is a, a lot bigger than this. When, when I hold a grudge, <laughs> it's, it's a whole lot larger than, with, than this. You would, you would know. Yeah. Louis didn't chime in. What's up, Louis? Uh, yeah, up, so one thing about it, I'm going to have to probably relay some of these uh, conversation questions or, or, or chats to Van because he's driving. I want to take his eyes off the road. He's, he's trying to pretty – I don't know. I don't know if this is safe for us to try, but if he's willing to try it, you know, I, I, he's been doing driving with style, so I'm, I'm assuming it's something that he's accustomed to. Facts. So – it ain't on. It ain't on us. He made the decision. Anyhow, hey, I, hey, I'm I'm traveling to our last track meet of the year. We we're going to Junior Nationals, and we started a little bit later than what we expected, and that's why I'm driving. So oh, it's, thought, it's it's for a reason. Oh, I thought you were uh, I thought you were um driving for work. Man, man, I fly for work. I ain't, I ain't driving nowhere for work. Man, they better put me on on one of those um PJs. Uh, I don't I don't I don't do driving, man. For work now, nah, man, you better fly me. I don't care if it's twenty minutes away. Bring me in a, a helicopter or something. Well, every but every air but every city don't have airports. So when you fly to an airport, you got to do some driving, dude. What are you doing? Are you yeah. helicoptering into they into the business's backyard or something? Can you go with that? I, 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 I <laughs> man, come on, man, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's how I roll. I'm, I'm at that level now. Okay, well. Well, I'm gonna tell the sponsors to send back the gifts that I told them. To <laughs> if it's like uh, that, you good? No, you good? No, you good? No, man, I got, I got family. I got, I got kids, man. If I, if I get one of those lot terrain watches, man, I, I could definitely got a few people who will, um, who will welcome one in. My hairline look like it's receding. Anyhow, but let's get, let's get down to it, man. Let's do I'm, it. I've been watching a couple things, and. Uh, Man, it, it's really disheartening, man. I was in the – what is that thing they have going on Twitter now where we all spaces? talk going there in spaces? Yeah, we in spaces. Uh-huh. And nobody really hit on it. My, Uh-oh. My volume was off. No, they talked about it, but nobody wanted to hit on it. I don't, I don't know where you stand, but you are a lot more about Olympic sports and a lot of other things. Like, you you go outside of just the, the big box sports, the, the big uh, revenue sports. You go outside of that. So – as an athlete, man, you done been in the you, city. You, I mean, obviously, you know, you've had uh, um, health issues while you didn't further your career, probably in the NFL. But just to see what was going on with Simone Biles, I just thought that it was uh, – some of the comments I was reading, not what was going on, but the comments I was reading and some of the posts I saw posting just made me think. You know, every now, you know, we talk about we, – we probably made some ground as a country and we are at a certain – you know, we rest in certain spaces, people and individuals caring about each other and neighbors. And, man, some of the stuff I've, I've read and seen and some of the defenses that other professional athletes have to put up for an MFR that sit behind a keyboard and wanting to just tweet their thoughts or post, make a post about how they feel like somebody should represent the country. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, it, set, it, it set us back another five years. And I thought we were making progress. Man, it's, it's like uh, we've had that Band-Aid, you know, people think it healed, but no one has put enough needle sparring on it, right? So when when they ripped that Band-Aid off, it was, it, was, it was still the same sword, right? Probably a little bit worse because it didn't get any air to it, so it, it never scabbed up. And when we have had the, the last... The last person who led the country, he pulled back that thing, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's an open wound still. And it's something to to critique an athlete, but it's something when these political guys, like this Charlie Kirk, goes on and says the stuff he says. Uh, I don't mind you saying whatever you want to say with it being sports-driven, right? 
Right. But once it became political, now that's that's when the problem comes in there with me. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, backstories that people don't want to delve into. Like uh, her parents are not there. Her support system isn't there like it used is. It's like that the whole abuse situation with the doctor. Like a lot of stuff is is out there that can cloud your, your mental health. And even if whatever you want to say, you got to take it from the, the athlete who is the best gymnast in history. So are you really going to doubt the stuff that she's done? Like they have said she 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 um participated with broken toe. She participated with kidney stone. Come on, man. And now this time you're really going to get on this? It's ridiculous. My, my, my thought was I saw some of the videos where she were uh, doing the I think it was the horse. No, the uh, the vault. The vault. The vault. Yep, yep. And uh, you, she was come every time she was come down. And you and I both know as an athlete. Like I told, I said two years ago, three years ago, it was a running back that was way they were picking up blitzes. I was like, his his shoulder must be hurt. Cause I, I I've done. It. I know what it looks like. Right. But the right. way she was coming off of the vault, she every time the the few videos they showed, she was really ginger on her landing. So her landing where. Like everything else was cool, and but there was there was some question about it. But my my question is this: I know you said the political side, and you thought maybe I don't know if this was as, as much political as other things. My thing is that people are saying, as you stated, the Michael Jordan of gymnastics decides that it's better off that I take off, whether it be injury, whether it be mental, whatever the reason is, I can't compete, which. You have never accomplished what she's accomplished. You've never been in a situation she's been in a situation. And you have never had the, the the magnitude of pressure that she has on her back to say, well, I say this because what the hell would have been said if she would have performed either mentally injured or physically injured and we took a, a bronze or still took a silver or she didn't or she didn't produce any points for us? What do you think would be said? Oh, well, that was selfish of her. She should have, if she wasn't good enough to go, she should have just set out. You can't right. win. But when you MFers start talking about people who, you know, who, who've done this for so long and at the top of their game, and you want to question when they should do it, how they should do it, why they should do it, that's where my problem was. I don't, I've seen some political stance that I didn't, I didn't really give those in the entertainment. It were the people who saying, well, oh, now that we know the whole story, I feel no. You didn't. You never had. You never had an opportunity. You never had an opportunity to just say, "Well, yeah, Simone, you need to go out there." One, you you can't get that close to her. Two, you don't know the right yeah. people. But even if you want to go on social media, you sound like an idiot. Right, right. Here's here's the one that got me. Is she was in an interview and um, she was supposed to. She had a normal ball. She scaled it back to, as they say, a vault that she can land in her sleep, right? And right. the thing was supposed to be, be a two and a half, your machinko. And she did a one and a half. And the uh, reporter's like, so what happened in the one and a half? She was like, well, I was really supposed to do a two and a half, and I just checked out. Dude, that right there, it's not like football is tough enough for you to check out of, and you can potentially get hurt. But can you imagine you doing some flips, and you're supposed to do three? And you do two, and you lose your landing. You can't spot your landing. Then you land on your head. Right. So all that other stuff, man. Yeah. People can say whatever they want to say, man. It's stupid. She has given what? She's one of the most. She's one of the most gold medals as a gymnast or something like that. If not, if not, she's close to it. Like it makes no sense. It'll be different. If it was me and you on a men's team. We're nobodies. <laughs> and we haven't proven ourselves, and all of a sudden we check out. We're probably just scared, right? We we probably right, right. The, the moment the moment is too big for us. But someone who has performed on that level on the world stage, on the, in the world championships, in the Olympics multiple times, do you think it really was too much for her? Like that moment was too much. It's other stuff that was bothering her more than just being at the Olympics. Because she's been there, done that, and won multiple gold medals. So, what's the deal? And you know, another thing she said, which made a lot of sense to me, man, uh, it brought up two things. One, she said there was no crowd. And, you know, it's kind of so basically without a crowd, everything's going through your mind. Like you said, the uh, the legal issues with the trainer, uh, you, know, or, you know, you don't have the people forcing. 
USA, USA, all that stuff. You don't have people cheering behind you, uh, motivating you. And I'm not saying the motivation is the issue or not, because I do remember Michael Jordan on the last dance saying, well, I go to the training and they say, well, Michael, you're, you're so you could. And he says, so well, let me tell you, if there's, t- what do you say? If there's 10 pills in the bottle, but one of them might <laughs> kill you, would you right, take it? Right, right. He said, it depends how big the headache is. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I'm saying right. if an if, if a, a, a athlete, elite athlete at that level says, you know, okay, maybe the headache is too big or, you know, the solutions aren't, aren't what they are. I just don't like the fact. And I don't really follow that stuff, but I've seen it too many places where I bring it up. If, if it was a one-off, it would be fine. Right. But I just saw people, you know, posting about it. And I'm like, who does that? To me, she's still a child, kind of. When she's 23? Yes. She, yes. She's kind of still a child. And plus, right. she's a female. So that's what, right. you know, that's kind of another thing we are as a country. We want to beat up on, we want to beat up on women. I'm sure. saying mentally, whatever. Because I said to a guy who posts some bogus shit. So if this was an eight-year-old kid who was hurt, and you won't even find out till you 40-some years old whether maybe you had concussions, you know, you had concussions or whatever, but you, well, she should do this or, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever stress is. I just, I don't know. I just felt like for you to go public like that, that's just like you hitting your kids in public or hitting your spouse in public. <laughs> hey, like, hey, just, think about this. Think, think about this for a second. How many times in high school or in college, I'm not saying you're nervous, but whatever the you're feeling, you look up in the stands and you see your mom, but then everything, it, it sets you at ease, right? Um, I remember playing my first game at Kentucky, and I was, you know, hyped, nervous, all that stuff, and I saw my parents just calm me all down because I'm so used to seeing them in the stands, right? They made all my high school games, all, all the games I ever played, they made it to. So in that instance, picking them out of the stands made me feel at ease, right? Can you imagine her in this going to be our final Olympics and where her whole family's supposed to be there and now they're not there, how unsettling that could potentially be. You don't know that until you get in the competition phase and it's totally foreign to you because you know we're all about routine. Every elite athlete is all about a routine. Now this routine is different. Like you said, there's no fans, but even more important, there's no, your support system is not there. You can't look up in the stands when you had a bad routine and say, okay, mom just say thumbs up, or she gives you whatever the signal that y'all have between you and, you and her or you and him, that's not there anymore. So that can be a factor too. When she did her practice ball and whatever, she didn't do it as well. Maybe that's an instance she look up in the stands, you see her mom, her siblings, her, her coach, whomever. And that's just situation she didn't have anymore. And that's even more unsettling if you even go into there with a mental break having a problem now you don't have that that same thing you usually go to it can really break you at that point and you know as well as i do in, in a sport like football maybe basketball or you know where there's more players you know if if i'm like hey coach much and then the, the best thing the coach has ever said to me was hey coach my shoulder hurt is that can you go uh, i hurt pretty bad and he said, can you, can you give me a couple more plays because basically one the starter typically knows the playbook better uh, where you right. can call things on third and seven where, you, you know, it may take a play action. It may take something else. But uh, when they say the, 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 the coolest thing ever been said to me was, hey, man, if you can give me a couple, if you can give me a couple more plays because you going to 50 percent will be better than me putting somebody younger in who doesn't know right. that we not 100 percent know what's going on. It's fine. I say that because in gymnastics, if she goes to her coach and say, hey, coach, I don't think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to, you know, go. And the coach looks her in her face and say, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, whatever the coach say. But if the coach thought you could have made it, she would, or the coach would have made a decision of, hey, I think, hey, we need you. I really think you could do it. And that, and that wasn't the case. I right. just don't know where all these damn civilians coming out the woodworks now all of a sudden uh, – Olympic aficionados with all kinds of damn opinions and, and bull and BS. We we all know it's the it's the time that we live in when you have access and ability to troll and just say stuff. Some people to me, some people say it for more money, right? Because yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously someone thinks that it is not. We're not a world where some people don't have bad thoughts and feelings about athletes. We all we all know that we are going through that even pre-social media time where people would, would send you mail. <laughs> I don't know if you ever got mail at the K-1 and someone said something crazy to you. Um, no. So, oh, you haven't got, oh, dude, 
No, because I wasn't Bruh. living in K1 when mommy came. Ah, that's K-1. right. That's right, dude. People just sent mail to K1. Yeah. People just sent mail to K1. So, so, so it's different now because they have access to you easier now. You know, it's a, this instant contact to you. So that's just how, how people are, man. People are, are there are some people with, with haterade, there's some people with demented thoughts, there's some people who are just stupid, there's some people who wants to get a rise out of people, right? There's some people who just say stuff just to get you, just to try to get a rise out of you. And now with social media, all those people can unite, right? <laughs> because they got kind of a similar voice with with with, with different uh, results that they want out of, but they got the same ex- exact process that they want to get people to either get a rise or they just stupid. And uh, it's weird now that you can just do it on Instagram, social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, and you can get a community that thinks like you and says the same thing that you do. Now y'all bond. And that's that's the crazy part about it. Yeah, man. Uh, did MB or Van read Lex the Herald Leader back in the day, Jerry Tipton? I didn't read <laughs> I didn't read the newspaper. And plus, I, our team wasn't uh, as unsuccessful as Van's team, so I don't know what they really were reporting bad about us. But there you go, there you go. Uh, with what you. I, was that, hey, there hey, you was go. that was that Van? You remember? You remember Jerry Tipton? No, nah, I, I definitely read uh, the the newspaper when I was playing. Come on, man! I look. This is what I tell people all the time. We won UK won in two years more games than I won in four. So I don't. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I, I had no reason to read the newspaper. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I if I had a good game, I would read it. Otherwise, if I didn't, no matter if I had a good game or not, here we go. Trigger word. If whether they had a good game or not, it's gonna be about Tim Couch and Craig East. So, <laughs> I mean, if I had an outstanding game, then I, I would probably read it just to see, you know, how outstanding it was. Because because my my. My goals are so high for myself that even my outstanding game, when I look back on them now, was like, eh, I could have did more. Like, that was, eh, man, I could have did more. So, <laughs> no, I, I never really read it because, like I said, if if I didn't have any outstanding games, I had pretty decent games all the time. But if I had a bad one, shit, what's the point of me? What's the point right. of me reading? No, because right. the people that are writing about it don't know what I was expected to do, don't know why I did what I did. And, you know, I, I got and plus I got to hear from my coach anyways. In our film session, it wasn't like it was with you all, Smith and, and Curry and all that, when y'all do the highlights or the lowlights in front of everybody. Man, when we got in the running back room, it was, uh-huh. pure, it was pure comedy. It was <laughs> oh. pure comedy, boy. Hold on, and you were using a DB room for a spring. It was pure comedy in our room, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all kept, yeah, y'all kept it pretty funny. I'm saying, no, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking more of on, I was thinking more of on like a game basis when you watch the game and somebody did bad. Oh, yeah. Now, if you had no, a bad no, no. game, Smith going to get you, Curry, Curry going to get you on the team meeting when they show right, the highlights right, or the low lights. Right, but then, right. you know, once you done beat up so much, you know, then y'all come through, the teammates will yeah. come through and laugh about it to take a little bit of the sting off. Yeah, when, back in our day, uh, Coach Archer, when Coach Archer listened to you, he listened to you. So then we went to individual meetings. Coach Smith let us let us have a little fun because our wounds were deep. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, Archer, dude, Coach Archer did not care, man. Dude, no, he said man. some stuff in team meetings, man, that it still hurts me to this. Like, and it wasn't even about me. It was about teammates. It was like, it still hurts me to think about the stuff that he used to say to, to my teammates, man. It was rough, man. Them team meetings, them, that defensive meeting after game, win or loss. It, it was actually worse when we won a game because then he felt – even easier, uh, yeah. less yeah. less angst to even talk about you more. Yeah, it was yeah. it was bad, man. He, he, that way, he didn't have to. He didn't have to really collar you any because you, man, you already you already smiling and pumping your right. chest, and now right, he's going to bring right. you back down to earth. Right. As and we need to bring Dante back on. Ask Dante Key about that that Louisville game where he was whatever, player of the week, SEC player of the week, of the nation, for whatever it was, dude, Coach Archer lit into him. He, he lit into him that game, man. It was crazy. <laughs> was uh, 
Uh, Scott Watt said, was Chicago media hard on Vane? No, nah, man. I don't know if Chicago media even knew about me. You know what? Yeah. They did because I won a Piccolo Award, and that was my – that's how they knew me. But other than that, no, nah, man. They didn't know. They have no idea who I was. He says, Pat Ford's daughter is getting replaced on her relay swimming team. Uh-oh. While he's covering ESPN. Wow. Wow. She's young, though. But I mean, as a parent, as a parent, uh, which I'm, which relay? Which is, is that the four by two freestyle relay? Is she on that one? See you, little. You know, you deeper than me. He didn't say you deeper than me. The four, it's got to be the four by two, huh? Wow, I can't imagine covering sports and my and my son is kind of like I guess like Jordan Rogers covering Aaron Rogers. Mm, a little difficult. Jordan don't like Aaron. I know that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of like. But I, I mean, either way, like if you got to beat them up, if you want to beat them up, but you can't really beat them up because you got to be professional. Because Aaron seemed to have everybody by the balls, man. He seemed to be able to do whatever he wanted to do. I'm starting to have when I, when he did his press conference today. I, I I did gain a lot of respect for him, though. I gained more respect for him because he was he was up front, man. He kind of told some stuff like he'd been there 16 years. They making decisions. He said Randall Cobb left unhappy. Charles Woodson left unhappy. Uh, he said a lot. Uh, said a lot of people left there unhappy. And he didn't get any say so, and he felt like he's been there long enough. And it's kind of bad. I think it all come to a boil too. When you see Tom Brady go to a whole nother team, yep, make all the damn decisions you want to make, and then yep. win the Super Bowl, and you say, "Man, looky here, man! All I right. asked you to do was keep this person, or you know, just the right. culture." Hey, as we know, which is going to lead me to another whole topic, is the culture that you present. Is what everybody's playing under. So the culture is, you know how New England got for a while. If you know with shoes, man, they they gonna let you go if if you do this or you know if everybody's just kind of worried about being let go. Now you start to get selfish because you got to do self preservation and a lot of other things come into play. But uh, after after Aaron Rodgers' statements today, I kind of gave him a little bit more respect. I do think he's still a selfish crybaby. It's all about me, my guy. Hold on, hold on. You gave him a compliment, then, then backhand slapped him. Just You can't do that in one sentence, man. You can't do that that quick. I told you I didn't like him from the beginning. I said I earned a little bit of respect for him. From man, listening look, to it. look, the Green Bay Packers as an organization is – is, I don't know why people don't talk about them more, but they're not good. Think – Think about this, right? Just think about this for a second. Green Bay Packers had Brett Favre for 10-plus years and Aaron Rodgers for 10-plus years, and they both have one Super Bowl apiece. Right, do, you think, right. do you think it's their fault, or do you think it's the organization's fault? Well, here's the thing, though. They tried to run the – because New England – I don't know if New England without – and one thing about it, maybe New England allows Tim to, uh, Tom Brady to make decisions. But New England, they were trying to use that New England model. Like, let me get rid of some of this talent before their – let me get rid of these people before their talent is worn off. Let me get rid of them while they're valuable. We got what we want out of them. They may have one more year, and they got some value to somebody else. I think that's what they've been trying to do. And Aaron's kind of like, man, you can't keep just leaving me out here. And me and you have both said the same thing. I think Thomas had bums, too. Thomas had bums, right? catching the ball from him. Hold on. Thomas had bums, right? Thomas had a lot of bums. Right. But he always had the one guy who's been the same. He always had Grump. He always had Amendola, right? And they always had a great defense. See, the Packers has never put anyone for an extended period of time. The one thing the, the Patriots do, like you said, they get rid of you when about two years before you, <laughs> before your before your talent decrease. But they also pick up people, right? The the Packers won't pick up a free agent. Yeah, that's the problem with the Packers. They will not pick up a valuable free agent and pay him top dollar, or even a free agent who is kind of on that last leg, but he has like a year or two left. And the, right. and the Patriots will always get one of those guys off the heat, and he'll come in there. He's a he's a quality veteran. He's a great role player. He's a great locker room player, and they and they push them over the top. The Packers has never the first player that I remember in recent history that they that they got is is Smith from UK. Yes, Zadarius is the first guy that I remember that they pick up as a free agent and paid him free agency money. But they haven't paid. Just think about this: the Patriots got Randy Moss, right? Right. Name one free agent or receiver that the Packers have picked up that was worth a dime. 
Yeah, you're right. They they drafted them all. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. You're right about that. We're gonna uh we're gonna everybody on here. The locker club is, is everybody's happy that Cobb is coming back, man. And you know how I feel, man. I'm happy Cobb is back because he gets a second chance. And now I, I that's another reason maybe I'll give Aaron a little mulligan. Because I thought Aaron was doing Cobb dirty. He, I had him in fantasy football, so I know Cobb's number. Like, he wasn't getting targets, man. He wasn't even getting targets. And he underneath route. He would rather chuck up a, a double-covered fade or post route rather than just dropping underneath and take the <laughs> easy 10 or 12 yards. So, uh, we're going to go pay a couple bills. We're going to come back in about a minute. All right, there we go. Go check out La Terrain. Katie Ledecky is replacing placing Ford's daughter. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Katie Ledeck is is one of the premier, I guess what I would call middle to long distance freestylers in US history. So oh, wow. for her for, for her to replace for it makes sense. Now now she did struggle though in a two hundred free a couple of nights ago or what's that man, my days are mixed up with the Olympus. She didn't she didn't medal in that two hundred free. I think that well, it's no thing. That was the first time she, she didn't medal in, in, in her Olympic history. She finished fifth. So maybe this is her re- redemption story because she, she didn't swim well in that in that open 200 free. So maybe this is a time for, for her to come back and, and, and show what she's about. If it's, if it's a four by two, I think it's a four by two. Okay. Uh, so we're going to try to get back another topic that came up yesterday that we kind of discussed a little bit we bounced around i'm gonna bring this up real quick too so kentucky now this i want to see where you stand on this kentucky signed this classes or 2022's classes fastest player in the country fastest high school player in the country yes receiver jordan anthony yes yes only because his last name is anthony that may have had something to do with it because once you get anthony davis <laughs> Um, Jordan Anthony, uh, Anthony Epps, uh, uh, Brad White, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you make you know, combinations, sometimes I think they just I own it. I feel you. So, Jordan, Dude. Jordan Anthony runs a 10 2. Are, 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 are we, do we got is the jury still out? Or you, or you sold? NIL, oh. NIL is going to be all up on it, or are you not sold yet? Here's the thing, right? They had a guy for Auburn. I can't think of his name right now. He was a sprinter. And one thing you can't coach is speed, right? Dude, this guy has played football two years, okay? Guess how long he ran track? Guess how many years he's, he's run track? Four. One. Oh, wow. Dude, he won. Look, and I watched the, the National High School track me, dude. He is special. So he's going to 10-1 next year. He ran 10-2 as a, as a junior? As a junior. Dude, one year of track. I'm telling you, if if he can run anything close to what he runs in in civvies. And put pads on, it's the fact he's a tag in. We all know tag in cannot catch a cold, right? Right, right. <laughs> tag in has dropped more touchdown pads than he's caught. But he played like 14 years. You know why? Because you cannot coach speed. And what if we had a problem with? I've I've said this many times as a corner. If you can't go by me, I don't respect you. Especially as me as a as a big corner. You know, I'm beating you up at the line of scrimmage or somewhere down the field. I'm beating when I put my hands on you. It's ball game. But when you got a guy who can run a four two, I'm not putting my hands on you. Because if I miss you, I'm gonna look like a fool. Right. (laughs) Right. So just the fact that he can run that fast. Let's say, uh, who was the guy for the Rams, Austin, that played for West West Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. He ain't – how many passes? He, you have probably caught more passes than he has caught. And he's been in the league for like eight years, right? Whoa, now, whoa, now I caught a shit ton of passes, though, bro. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm saying in one year, you have probably caught more passes than he's caught in eight to ten years. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So, but he stayed in the league a long time because he has speed. Dude, speed kills. And it, it makes a defensive coordinator, it makes definitely a cornerback nervous because we don't know when that play is going to be. You know, the thing about it, the worst thing is a corner for us, if Anthony comes out and runs a post route, he taps his head, goes to the sideline, then Anthony Jordan runs a 4-2, 
We got John back to the line of scrimmage, and then he rather go out. Come on, man, it's not fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Derek, Derek said he wondered why he was only a three star, but the, the speed don't. But the speed don't automatically make you a, <coughs> a five star athlete. But no, no. But absolutely, but, like you said, if uh, if you only got two years of experience on there, but you, they can't really be jumping you up into no five star. They ain't got enough film on you one, and he just apparently just ran the ten two. So right. Look, it's, don't look at those stars. If you're a three-star, we, we've talked about this many times. If you're a three-star, you are a snap of the finger away from a four. And you're definitely close to a five, right? But you snap of a finger from a four. Here's the deal. Look at the people who were recruiting him. Based off of that, someone who's gave him a, a scholarship offer, base your, your, your thought process off of that. Ole Miss gave him a scholarship offer after they just picked up two guys, right? So he obviously has some talent. Now, he probably raw, but he's got something that other guys don't have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that and that's good. Like you said, you can't you can't teach speed because one thing I do know, uh, but that was in junior college. Marvin Love ran a what ten two. I think he ran a ten two as well. We had we had to move him to DB. So that's one good thing about it. If it don't work out a receiver, because that's what I asked the coaches. I said if it don't work out a receiver, uh, you know, you know what's doing there. Like you know, he's like you said, he's still kind of raw. But if you ran a 10-2, and I, here's one thing. This is kind of what I wanted to get to or ask you. Somebody was saying, well, man, he ran a 10-2. Uh, whoop-de-whoop, blah-zay-blah. Have you been on a team where the fastest person on the team was the best player? Have you ever in football? Yes. I yes. never. I ain't never yes. been on a team where the fastest person was, was the best player. Never. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And where was this at? Uh, uh, it was me. <laughs> If you're the fast person on the team, I can't believe that. Exactly. No, no, Anthony. Have we not had the discussion? Remember the team I played with in high school? I went to a small two-way school. There wasn't that much wow. talent on the team. Wow. But no, but but when I was when I was younger, Warren Dunn was the fast person on, on our team. And he was probably one of the best. I would say he that. Was fast, he was faster than K. Frank? At that time, yeah. Remember, K. Frank played tight end when we were small. <laughs> Dude, yeah. K. Frank was a tight end when when I played little league ball. He brought up Devontae Devonte Smith. You think Devontae Smith the fastest on Alabama last year? You think he was the fastest for sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That 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 is a good one. That is a good one. dude. That guy can do that. He's a unicorn. On him. He's a unicorn. Dude, he is. He's a freak, man. Uh, Percy Harvin was the fastest person on Florida team. He was the best yeah. offensive player. I don't know. The, was he? He's a, he was the best offensive player by far. Now I don't know. I can't remember that defense. Who was a corner on that defense? But he was he was their playback dude. Person was everything for Florida offense. Trying to think who we we played. All right. What is, so speaking of which, what did DK Metcalf run that that hundred in ten four or was it ten six? I think it was ten six. Wow. Look, but hold on. Before we go any further, just think about this with Jordan Anthony, right? Let's say he never develops as a receiver. Let's just say that, right? Okay. Can you imagine? Guess who was probably one of the best special team returners that we ever had and was good at receiver, but he was a, the best returner we ever had in my history over UK that I can think of. Kill Safford. Uh, you remember Kill? Okay, who's who's better? Yeasty, to me. Okay. I well, ain't going to say better. Yeasty would get in and out of that stuff quick. Kill can make a couple cuts and get going. That's yeasty, the problem. Yeasty, but Yeasty would make something out of it. Who wasn't there? Yeasty was something quick. I don't no, know no, how no. quick Kill was. Kill was fast. Yes, what I'm talking about is the ability to go to the for the home run. I'm not telling you, we had some guys. Dan Ariza was a great punt return because he would catch every ball, no, no matter where it was. He would catch every ball. I'm just saying the fact that you can turn in, you can turn Jordan Anthony to at least a special team threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he if he doesn't turn out to be a, a great receiver, put him on kickoff return, put him on yep. punt return. He could be deadly just in those two spots. That's typical what we do. I thought the past couple of years, eh, yeah, I think it was under Brooks and some, some of it. Now we kind of put back there, I think, people who used to catching the ball. No, we had, no, we had Tisdale back there smoking, which I don't know smoking. I don't know. But I think he that's one of the positions I think we will put him at as a kickoff returner. Like, man, you tell your dudes, man, just, just hey, y'all just lock on to somebody in front of you. For a split he, second. Let him right. Let him pick one direction. Because if that guy even has a hesitate to go around you, to shed you, to to do anything, if he even if he coming directly at you, he's gonna eat up an angle. So Dude. all you gotta do is just get him. You ain't even gotta touch him because if he shoves you, he gotta stop running to shove you. 
to go around you, he got to lose ground. And if he try to take an angle and try to avoid you, ah, that it's bad. That's look, he's getting a running start while you running to him. <laughs> that's why Devin Hester with the Bears. That's what he was. You know, he's not yeah. going to return a lot, but he can he can do it. Just imagine we can get two kickoff return for touchdowns this year. Oh well, when he comes as a freshman, just imagine that. Just the momentum shift that does the the. The mental energy that teams have to devote to stopping a guy on kickoff. When's the last time we returned the effing kickoff? Randall Cobb? Awesome. We ain't returned a kickoff in a long ass time. Mm. I thought we returned one maybe two years ago, one or two years. Lynn Bowden did, did he? No. No. Who back there. So I thought somebody did, yeah, like two years ago. Didn't did we get one against Louisville or something? Or, or did we get close? Something? We did everything against Louisville that one year. We probably did. We probably did. <laughs> I do. It's been a while. It's been a while. But just think about this: if you got that guy who can who gets you one kickoff return for a touchdown, guess what happened to the to that special teams coordinator? He's gonna start putting some defensive guys on that kickoff coverage. You know what that does? That takes a couple plays off of that guy's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we just needed Louis Louis over there get antsy, man. He said he ready, what? man. He get antsy, <laughs> man. He ready. I, I'm ready to. Everybody want to see what that offense, man. I'm telling you, man. Hey, Liam Cohen. Uh, uh, I don't know how the hell I messed that up. Liam Cohen can be a rock star at the end of the day. In his first game, hang Fact. 50. Do like how Mummy did when he first brought the air at. Hang Fact. 50 on somebody. But if you bring out that bullshit in the first game, <laughs> hey, I can, hey, hey, dude. If we go, hey, if we go three and out, if we go three and out. Any in the first land, maybe I give you the first series. If you no. go three and out only the first series, I give you that just because it's jitter. But you and I both know you're supposed to be amped up a thousand. So that first handoff or whatever play action should go to the hizzy. I'm about to say, how are you going to go three and out when you got one of the best running backs in the SEC and you are a play action team? It, it, to me, it's like when I play high school ball, coach gave me two plays. It was pass a play and a running play. It was my decision at the line of scrimmage. They share the same thing. If they put two million people in the box trying to play that 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 wide zone, man, boot that thing out and get that ball to the to rig or or to uh, Bates, and, and let's get five or six yards on the first down. And to me, it's simple football. There we go. Uh, Sarah says Lynn ran one back in 2018. Your boy Derek. Oh, that's right. I, I thought I remember Lynn running one back. Derek says reports say which. Derek, we don't do reports here without no names on the report. Uh, says Joey Gate, uh, Joey Gatewood is balling as of lately. So hold on, but did you not see that that picture with Will and Wandale and Josh and, uh, and Josh Ali? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made me that made me hesitate for a second. Nah, just because he big don't mean nothing, man. No, 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 not the big, just the fact he took the picture. They got a two. But that was question who took the picture man that's what it i want to know it definitely wasn't joy gatewood <laughs> yeah. i guarantee you. it was a bo allen it could have been one of their buddies we didn't know who posted it not who took it who posted it oh the, so uh, had the name. it's on somebody's social media no it was a football kentucky football sent it out first okay yeah i've seen on larry ball i've seen on Vault's views larry Vault's views sent it and uh it still had the name like tagged to it or whatever mm. so, I don't know, they're trying to get stuff going, man. But we need to – I don't know, man. We need to see what the offense do, man. We don't come out – now. if we don't if we don't put up 21 to 28 in the first quarter, I ain't sold. Bro, this is Louisiana Monroe. This is Louisiana Monroe, right? We got one of the best backs. It is no way – it is no way that – I don't care if uh, – I'm trying to think of a quarterback. I don't care who – we could put Dusty Bonner back there and don't know any other plays. Hey, 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 no, hey. No, 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 that's, no, that's no shame. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to think of someone who has no idea of the new system. You can put anybody back there. You hand the ball to C-Rod. If they're playing that, you play action. I don't need to know what the play is to play action, right? Every boot is the same. Someone's going to flat. Someone's going to second level. There's a there's a, a, a deep clear out, and then there's a backside post or something, right? That's every that's every bootleg. I'm either running a wide zone or boot. That's, that's simple. I got two plays for the, at least the first couple of series. Either I'm hand out for the wide zone or I'm boot or I'm play action. 
I'm going to sit back seven steps and throw it across the middle. That's to me, if we can't get against Louisiana Monroe, we can't sustain drive. That's a problem. Well, Derek says, Matt Jones said, uh oh, Joey was, was uh, balling. And apparently that came from Merrill. Uh, so if it came from Merrill, is it some well, Morrow? Does it does that something that because one ain't Morrow told us for how many years that the tight ends gonna catch more balls? <laughs> 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 and you the damn tight end coach. <laughs> and, he, and he was the offensive coordinator in the in the bowl game. Right, right. <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's it's to me, I think that's you know, that's leak work. That's him leaking stuff out. So the, the future opponents have no idea who started. So I'm, I'm interested to see who wins that battle, though, man. But as we have said many times before, I can't wait. Yeah, I, there's, there's two things I'm waiting for. I can't wait for that, and I can't wait to see if Parjay Mosley plays out, uh, opposite Dort, or is it going to be Valentine? I ain't worried about our DBs, man. I ain't worried about that. No, no I'm not worried. I'm just wondering who's going to be that, that starter opposite Dort. Here's another thing you need to keep in mind, dude. Coaches can't watch. Coaches can't be in practice now, anyways. So there ain't no damn way anybody can know if Levis is is is, is, is uh, pulling the head. There's no hold way. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. You know, you know damn well if they got those offices above the practice field, which I guarantee you they do. That's why they put the practice field there, <laughs> you know, offices there, so they can be not watching but watching. Voluntary man- mandatory workout. So they they seeing stuff. They trust me. They are seeing some stuff because I'm sure those boys are working out right where they can see. And they can't be on the field, but but they can look through the windows. Ain't nobody saying. Ain't nobody saying. Oh, where well, they got to be curtains in the football offices. Right, right. I, I say this. Well, I don't say this. Louis says Uh-oh. he got. We will know before the first game. Do you think we gonna know who's gonna be the uh, starting quarterback before the first game? Or you think we nah. gonna see it on, on uh, once they do the uh, call to the gates or what, what do they call that thing? Or you think you think we gonna know before before the game starts? Oh, that's a good question, man. That's a good question. Since it's Louisiana Monroe, I think we might know the week of. If it was Florida, if it was an SEC opponent, no, we we wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Since it's uh, a non-conference game, I, I think he will he would give that kid that vote of confidence at least for that first week to say you're the starter ahead of time and and go that route. But if it was someone else, if we was playing like a big team like an Oregon or something, no, we we wouldn't know. Okay, I get that. Call to the post. That's what it is. Call to the post. Uh, all right, this is this one we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take your home on. We, they also talked about. Texas, Oklahoma. Now, here's the thing. Everybody making these plans. Texas and Oklahoma ain't renewing their their rights to come back in 2025 or whatever. Texas is saying they're going to do that. I don't understand why Texas and Oklahoma is doing stuff together. If I'm Texas, I just be like, man, I'm going. I don't know what you're doing, bro. Like, you know, like Theo and Cockroach. No, you go, Cockroach. No, you go, Theo. No, you go, Cockroach. And Cockroach goes. My thing is, I don't know if people know this because the way they were talking last night in spaces, it's not, or do, are you aware of, it's not fully determined that Oklahoma or Texas is actually coming or has actually been voted and are able to come to the SEC. Are you aware of that? Yes. And, okay. and, like, and like we talked about it, right? We talked about this last time. I still don't think it's happening. It makes no sense. Like I said last time, I think it's a ploy to get more money. I think it's a ploy because now the Big 12 is going to bend over backwards for them, right? And now Texas and Oklahoma can get even more shares of the TV deal. That's what I see happening because it really makes no sense if they go to the 12-team playoffs for them to come to the SEC. Unless, like someone tweeted out, if, if the SEC, which to me wouldn't be the SEC anymore, if they added Clemson, Florida State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, and something like that happens, then it becomes a league, right? It becomes yeah. a, a, a league with two divisions, with with many divisions and two conferences. So it's like the, the NFL with a with a freaking Pro Bowl and an all-star game and a right. playoff. Yeah. But if, if they don't do that, I, it doesn't make sense for Oklahoma and Texas to leave because they're, they're making more than everybody else in the Big 12 anyway, currently. 
It ha- yeah, it does, Louis. It does have to be voted on. It, it needs at least 11 votes. So we need four no's, or they need 11 yeses or four no's. I've, and, I've heard I've heard that all the presidents and chancellors are going to vote yes. I heard, I've read that it's going to be 14-0 to, to accept them. Yeah, if the money will tell me this. Is there enough? Uh, yeah. Uh, is there uh is there enough money? Is fourteen million dollar increase per team? Is that enough moving forward? Because I don't if they so. start because if they start if you don't start making bowl games, they start knocking Tucky out of bowl games and all that little extra money. Then it kind of affects your universe your university singularly. So yeah, I, I, is that fourteen million dollars enough? For everybody to say, yeah, that field team, I mean, maybe it is. But, well, well, Vandy probably don't need the money. Old Miss, Mississippi State may need the money. Texas and them don't need it. Huh? Why? When the conference last year gave them $45 million apiece. Yeah, but if you can get 60 then, but that's what I'm saying. If you can get 60, ain't that more hold, than 45? Hold on. But they got a new TV deal that's rolling in the 2024-2025 that the, that the stakes are going to go up even more. They made $45 million last year. The money is, is nothing but what does uh, Jamie Foxx say on, on this show? It's going up. <laughs> the money is going up. It ain't coming right. down. Yeah. So it was $45 million last year. What's going to be forty-seven this year? By the time 2024, it's going to be probably 50-plus. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's going I'm with you. Because when I'm talking to the people in the staff, I'm, I'm or not in the staff, but just people around the athletics in general, different sports, uh, like I don't think basketball and football really wants it to happen. Like mm-hmm. the, the coach and the staff, I really don't think so. But I think once you get down to the president and the AD, and they look at all that money coming in, that's right. going to come in, fourteen right. million more dollars. I mean, once you spread it, how many ways? How many? How many? How many programs do we actually have? About fifteen. That actually counts because when you look on the website, it's only what maybe 18, 15, 18 teams that show up on the website. Yeah, something like that. So that's a million dollars extra for them. I mean, yeah. I don't know how that goes. Man. Sheesh. Oh, it's too much to think about, man. But everybody concluded and everybody's getting up at arms and, and getting frustrated over, you know, what it's going to mean. Uh, nine yeah. games. Or we, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. What's that? The other thing they was talking about was getting uh-huh. rid of the Louisville game. Now, put it like this. Now, if we were going to a nine-game SEC schedule and still keeping it in uh, 12 games, mm-hmm. why would – and this is what everybody said, we're going to do what the Louisville rivalry is. Like, we don't need the Louisville rivalry no more. I think people are feeling like get rid mm-hmm. of the Louisville rivalry because they're the only competitive team that we play and play three cupcakes. Or are you mm-hmm. saying get rid of one of those three cupcakes, continue to play Louisville, and then – Get two other cupcakes. What 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 are you talking about? Isn't isn't Louisville a cupcake though? That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean they have been at times. I mean the record is no, the record is about 50-50 about now. About it? Yeah, it's about even. Uh I will say this, right? Here's here's the, the argument for me for counseling is there is no recruiting robbery with Louisville right now, right? So right. It, it doesn't benefit us right now to play Louisville, so to speak, right? But at the, at the same time, if you if you swing it, it would be still nice to beat up on Louisville and keep getting all the top Kentucky players and not have them go to Indiana, Minnesota, Ohio State, or whomever. So because, you know, as a player, you see that robbery game, and that gets you as a high school player pumped. Oh, well, they killing Louisville. I, I want to go there. So I can see both sides. I really don't care because – I'm going to say this. When you go to a nine-game SEC schedule, you're going to want some some cupcakes. Like we went over – we went through it last show about who are the, all the other teams are playing. Everybody's playing cupcakes. Everybody at SEC is playing yeah. cupcakes. Yeah. And we're not even in a ten-game, a nine-game SEC schedule. Do you, I, The question would be, do you think Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M will play a big non-conference first game if they're playing a nine-game SEC schedule? I think they would. What's the number so, one team? Georgia about to play Clemson out the gate. Hold on. That's what I would say. Do you think Georgia would play Clemson if they had yeah. a nine-game SEC schedule after that? I believe they would, man. I believe they Okay. Would. Okay. I think those teams that do that, like Ohio State does it a lot of times, they have cupcakes, but they usually play an interesting game. It might not be no – well, there's only 
shit, three teams in, in America that you kind of look at as Oklahoma or I right. guess you Oklahoma in there. There's only four teams you look at like, oh, I'm scared of them. Other than that, it's just an interesting game. Like Notre Dame is just an interesting game. Uh, 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 Oregon is just an interesting game. Michigan is an interesting saying. game. Most of them are just interesting games. That's what I'm saying. Would Georgia play Clemson? If they had to play Alabama after them, so the nine game nine game schedule, it ain't gonna be a Vanderbilt after them, right? What if Georgia had to play Florida the second game of the season after playing Clemson? Would well, they Derek do? Saying, but, okay, we ain't gonna say that, but Derek's saying that Georgia ain't giving them that Georgia Tech game. That's true too. That, that, that's a rivalry game, though. You, you, okay, I, I, see, so, what, so I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I think Justin sent that out. I don't think that's talked about. That's just him. Justin just made a statement. What if? I don't think that's gonna happen, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think the ads have been talking about get rid of that that game. I don't think it's gonna happen. But it is a it is farther to think about, right? Because we it's an interesting thing to think about, though. If we went to nine SEC games, would you rather get rid of Louisville and keep the the MAC games, or keep Louisville and get only two of the the non-conference directional schools, your East-West <laughs> schools? Hey man, need to uh, we're gonna get up out of here, man. But next time, don't do that, man, because I got too many homeboys to play the Mac. Don't use Mac, man, as a as a euphemism. <laughs> well, okay, I feel you. you my, my bad. My I don't bad. want you run around here be smirching my friends. <laughs> all, right, all right, I feel you. Hey, I appreciate everybody who's been over on YouTube. I was over on YouTube cutting up some videos, seeing that, man. Y'all are liking and subscribing, man. I appreciate all that. Appreciate it. If you, if you want to check out the La Parade watches, put in the code SMST, Sunday, the acronym for Sunday Morning Sports Talk, and get yourself 10% off. Man, go back over there, watch this show again. Subscribe and share it with your friends. And hopefully there's one day a week of workout for y'all, man. We just give y'all one Wednesday. We'll bring it back on Wednesday. We'll bring it back next sure. Wednesday and do it again, man. Appreciate you, man. Drive safe. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks.